When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your only one Ravens podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope. We're going to get into this London game, guys. The Ravens pulled out a victory 24-16. Much-needed victory for them. If they'd have lost that game yesterday, it would have been some bad blood today. They had to win that game. I'm not all the way excited or happy with what I've seen on Sunday. Um, But they absolutely played better this time when they went across the pond. Uh, They they didn't get blown out like they did against Jacksonville the last time. But it's some things that the Ravens did on Sunday that um, I'm just going to be honest, guys. They got to clean it up. This team right now, to me, is not a playoff team. And I know some people might not agree with what I'm saying. But when you really look at the team, you got to take your purple shades off and understand what you're looking at. I understand it's your team. You enjoy watching them. You love the team. But we got to be absolutely realistic with the team and understand what we're looking at. Because when you get in the playoffs, it takes a lot to get to where you want to go at. And this team right now is not it. This team right now, to me, is just outside of the playoffs. I don't think that they are ready to play playoff football right now. And the good thing about that is it's still a long season. They still got time. But as of today, this team, they're not a playoff football team. Let's just keep it real. And I know people feel other ways, but that's okay. Because reality is they're not. And and, and I'm going to break it down to you why they're not. First of all, when you're in the playoffs, the intensity level turns up 10 times more. Defense plays more tighter. Offense, the, the, the mistakes in, in the playoffs are so much bigger. Your mistake window. So you cannot have the crucial mistakes. One, what I'm saying by the interception yesterday that Lamar threw. I don't know if it was Lamar's fault or if it was Rashad Bateman not running the route the, the right way. But what I do know is 80% of Lamar interceptions come throwing to Rashad Bateman. 80%. That's way more than half. I ain't saying Lamar got to stop throwing his Rashad Bateman, but we got to look at that. I really think the kid, like I said before, is mental for him right now. It's in his head. I don't, 
Honestly, I don't know if it's for me, if it's time for him to shut it down for a little while and regroup. He might need some mental time off to get himself right. Because right now, Rashad Bateman just don't look like he want to play football. And if you're a football player or you watch the sport, you can tell when you look at guys' body language. His body language speaks to me. He's just not there. So for me, if our coaches, general manager, we got to have a legitimate talk and figure out what we want to do with Sean Bateman. Now, if it's me, I'm getting rid of him. But that's me. I'm not John Harbaugh. I'm not Eric DaCosta. They got to make those decisions. To me, I just think you cut your losses and you move on. You trade them, do whatever you got to do, get them out your building. I just think the kid, I don't think he built for this. I think his college days, yeah, it was good. It was it was everything. But that same guy that you see in the college is not the same guy you see today. And it's okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes you draft a bust. It just, it just happens. Like every, all 32 picks on the first round of the draft, are not going to turn out to be great players. You're going to have great players in the second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, and sixth round. They're not always going to be in the first round. It sucks because you drafted a guy he, and he turned out to be a bust, but it happens. Now, back to the team right now, as of today, not being a playoff team. One of the things... That I remember when Ray Lewis was here as a Raven, the one thing he always preached, 60 minutes of football. 60 minutes. Give me 60 minutes of everything you got for 60 minutes. Can you lay your life on the line for 60 minutes for me? Can you give me everything in your body for 60 minutes? That's what Ray Lewis, I remember from him, right? This team don't play 60 minutes of football. This team doesn't lay everything on the line for 60 minutes. They don't do that. This team plays 30 minutes and believe that the game is over after 30 minutes. Prime example. Yesterday, you up 18 to 3 going into the half. You come out in the second half. And Derrick Henry just breaks a 60-yard run on you. Whole first half, Derrick Henry was nobody. You was dogging him. Hit him in the backfield, stopping him. He was getting maybe two yards a carry. It was like great defense. Then in the second half, you let your guard down. He breaks a huge run, 67 yards. They score on that touch, they score a touchdown on that drive. Then the little pick that Lamar threw. Puts them back in the red zone area again. They put more points up. So now your lead went from 18-3 to now 18-13. So now it's the ball game. Now you gotta now you gotta get yourself going back again. So the momentum has flipped to Tennessee side. Offense not looking as good as it was in the first half. Defense is laying down. Not looking as good as they were in the first half. If you want to make it somewhere, you got. This is not the way you play football. It's sixty minutes. 
And Ray Lewis ain't perfect. It's 60. This is a 60-minute game. These guys got to really figure out how to play 60 minutes because they don't play 60 minutes right now. They didn't play 60 minutes against the Steelers. They didn't play 60 minutes against the Titans. And they didn't play 60 minutes against the Browns. And they damn sure enough didn't play 60 minutes against the Colts. So this is a problem. So for me, when I see problems like this, I'm blaming coaching. Like, in high school football, with good teams, when you're coaching and you know your team ain't right, coach called timeout. He get all the kids together. If he got to yell at them, do whatever he got to do to get their asses back in the game to get it right, that's what you do. So, if I'm a head coach in NFL, I get it. These guys are grown men. They make more money than me. They make millions. But I'm the head coach, and I run this ship. You got to recognize when your team needs a talking to to get them back going, to make them lock back in. Got to call a timeout, get everybody in the circle. That's what you got to do. Hold them up. Let them know that they got to get back in the game. Because for some certain reason, this team just cannot figure it out. They can't. I don't know what's wrong with them. They collapse in the second half a lot. And this is going back to last year, too. If you guys remember, the Miami game. Oh, we all celebrating. We up 35 to, what, 14 or something like that. They up big. Lamar just ran a huge touchdown. uh, Sean Baby going off everything. Looking good. We blowing Miami out. What happened in that game? Tua, six touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, cooking us. Jalen Waddle, cooking us. They come all the way back and beat us. In the second half. The Ravens was up by like three touchdowns. You're not supposed to lose that game. They lost that game. So, again, to me, this is coaching. Coaching and on players, too, yes. I agree, players, too. But common denominator is coaching. Got to get that tightened up. Got to fix that. My next reason why this team is not a playoff football team. You lack playmakers. All season, it was, oh, we need to get Lamar some receivers. We need to get him <clears throat> some players. So they go aside Odell Beckham for $18 million. They draft Zay Flowers. You bring in Nelly. And you say, okay, we should be good. Well, the season starts. <clears throat> and that $18 million that you gave to Odell Beckham has been nothing but a robbery. Because he really hasn't been that barely on the field and and when he is on the field the connection is off he had a good catch yesterday I gave it to him but after that where was he it was kind of over after that Rashad Bateman we already talked about that so I don't even need to go down that, that road so your main guy right now is Zay Flowers which is a rookie that you drafted which he's been looking good 
But you mean to tell me that's the only playmaker you got out of all the playmakers that you said that you were going to bring in in the offseason? Mark got double yesterday. And I'm going to tell you all this right now. He got double so much yesterday. What you think they're going to do in the playoffs? They're going to double Mark again. So, if they doubling Mark like that right now, it's going to be the same thing in the playoffs. And the way they struggled yesterday to put points up, you think it's going to be easier in the playoffs? We got to be realistic. Happy for Zay Flowers. He scored his first NFL touchdown yesterday. That's amazing. But we lack playmakers. No running play. Listen. Oh, oh my. When your quarterback is your best running back, that's not good. I'm sorry. Justice Hill and Gus Edwards were not good yesterday. They just were not good. The running game is not good, guys. In the playoffs, you have to be able to run the football and play great defense. The weather is cold. It's not going to be all that high flashing throwing the football in the playoffs. We lack the ability to run the football with our running backs. That's not good. I think in one moment, Gus probably had 13 carries for 38 yards. This was at one point in the game. That's bad. Not only that, when I broke down my key, keys to, to success with this game, I know I felt like I talked about you cannot run the ball at Jeffrey Simmons. And I said this. It's like the Ravens hit their head on the goddamn wall. They just don't listen. And I'm not a coach, but I'm not stupid to know where your weaknesses are and where your strips are. And then now that to look at other teams' weaknesses and realize, hey, we can't run up the middle of these guys. We need to run east-west on these guys because it's better for us. They're not as good east-west, but they're strong north-south. Like, that's so freaking obvious. Even like when I broke down the Steelers game, when I broke down the Browns game, I said on those teams, you can't run east-west on the Browns and you can't run east-west on the Steelers, but you can run north-south. And when they ran north-south on those teams, they had success. But when they ran east-west on them, they didn't. So on Sunday, you try to run north-south and you're not having success. Tennessee is strong in the middle. Even on the goal line, you couldn't run the ball because they're stronger in the middle. The play calling was horrendous in the red zone. Again, Tom Muckin, who are you? These are issues and problems, and I'm, that's the reason why I say today they are not a playoff football team. You have to fix these things. They hit their head on the wall, and they're so stubborn and don't see stuff. It's just so... It's, 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 it's unbelievable to me. My next reason why this team is not a playoff football team. Defense. You come out guns and blazing in the first half. Looking amazing. 
and the second half you really go to sleep. We can't have these breakdowns defense. And I get it. Sometimes the offense put them back on the field so much where they're out there a lot. But you got to play 60 minutes on defense. You got to be a lot stronger than what you are. And the reason why I say that is I don't feel no sympathy for this defense. And the reason why I say I don't feel no sympathy for because I watched the New York Jets. And when I look at the New York Jets, that's who you're supposed to have sympathy for. They have no quarterback, and their defense is probably on the field way more than any defense in the NFL. And guess what? They still know how to win football games when they play defense. Their defense is still strong for 60 minutes. They know how to play 60 minutes on defense. Now, offensively, no, they don't because they struggle with their quarterback situation. They don't have a good quarterback, and that's another road that they have problems in. They have to figure that out on their quarterback side because their quarterback is just not it. But when it comes to defense, those guys ball for 60 minutes. The way they played the Eagles yesterday, they caused four turnovers, three picks, and one fumble. And they played for 60 minutes. They were down most of the game. Most of the game they were down. At the end of the fourth quarter, in the crucial moments, they made plays when they needed to make plays. That last interception that they caught from Jalen Hurts set him up in the red zone for Brees Hall to run in that touchdown. That defense won them that football game. Besides whatever they had at quarterback, it didn't matter. Their defense showed up. Their defense shows up every week. And sometimes it's hard for them every week because the quarterback puts them in bad situations, like when they played Dallas. Yeah, they got smoked, but the quarterback put them in bad situations too. And sometimes it wears on you as a defense was like, dog, we always in this situation. And it's hard. It's hard sometimes. I get it. It's hard. But but 90% of the time, the Jets defense show up. Another team, the defense that showed up, the Cleveland Browns. Their defense played 60 freaking minutes. We know that because we played against them. They shut the 49ers down yesterday. Shut them down. High-flying 49ers, undefeated. We thinking that they go, they're the greatest team in the NFL. Not yesterday. Not yesterday. Their defense won them the game. They had no Deshaun Watson. They had P.J. Walker back there playing quarterback. I'm not saying that P.J. Walker is great. Definitely not saying that he's he's bad either. Mediocre at best. But their defense made crucial plays to win them the game. So I'm asking the same thing out of the Ravens defense. You have a great quarterback. But can you play like the Browns defense? Can you play like the Jets defense? Can you give everything you got for 60 minutes? Can I see that? I've yet to see it. I see flashing moments where you play great, but I need it for 60 minutes. I need it much longer. So those are my keys and reason why I believe this team is not a, it's not a playoff team. They're just not there yet. 
Can they get there? Maybe. Do I believe they can get there? Possibly. I don't know. Because John Harbaugh is their greatest weakness. Is he going to get out the way? Is he going to make the right decisions? Is he going to put the team in the right areas to make the right plays to be able to be good? I don't know. But what I do know is I know Lamar show up. I know he's going to get everything he got. And see, the last show, <clears throat> when I was talking to Jay, when, you know, when we had JB on, and I said to myself, and I said, I'm tired of Lamar having to put the cape on for the whole game. He don't need to do that. But it seems like he do because he doesn't have as many playmakers as we think he does. I think Sunday kind of proved to us that we really don't have the playmakers that we think we have. Let's just be honest. If you double mark and take mark out of the game, what do you do? Let's just be honest with ourselves. What do you do? You depend on Zay Flowers? He's a rookie. Remember that. Are you dependent on Bateman? Are you dependent on Odell Beckham? Are you dependent on Nelly? What about Duvernay? You dependent on him? Matter of fact, are you dependent on Justice Hill and Gus Edwards? I'm not. All those names, I'm not dependent on none of those guys. They ain't showed me nothing. How can I, how can I depend on somebody that ain't showed me nothing? Y'all know I'm a Gus Edwards fan, but yesterday, eh, Gus, I don't know. I don't know. I'm be honest with you. Raiders might have had to make a trade in the running back area to get them some better playmaker. They missed J.K. Dobbins. I understand that everybody out there ooh and ah and on Twitter and they want to put Saquon Barkley on the Ravens. It's not a reality type of trade. Would it be nice to say, oh yeah, we could get Saquon Barkley? Of course. That would be nice. But we got to be realistic. I can't see that kind of trade happening. I'm just being honest. It's going to take a lot to even get Saquon Barkley. And I just don't see the Ravens going on that path knowing how EDC works. He's not giving up. He, he's, he's told you several, several times he likes draft picks. I was shocked that he gave up the second-round draft pick for Roquan last year, but it kind of needed it because that defense was just, huh, huh. Last year, ooh. Roquan kind of tightened that defense up last year because Patrick Queen in the middle last year by himself. Ah, let me just be honest. Hey, dang get Roquan last year, man. You might not be ratting and raving about her good PQ is today. I'm just going to be honest. Let's just be real. Roquan makes PQ better. PQ don't make Roquan better. And that's facts. Roquan didn't need PQ to be who he is today. PQ needed Roquan. Just being honest. So, the Saquon thing, I think we got to get it up. 
I'm just not seeing it. But but the Ravens got to do something. Trade deadline come up. They got to do something. They need more playmaking ability. It's killing them. It really is. It's 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 to the point where it's though you're relying on Justin Tucker to make six field goals for you to win you a game. That's not good. You had too many red zone trips yesterday where you should have put up at least 40 points on the Tennessee Titans. This should have been a blowout like you got blown out in London the last time. Shout out to the Tennessee Titans defense. They stepped up in the red zone. They played tough. They did their jobs. They had issues on their side. Tannehill got hurt. Tannehill don't look that great. Never was a fan of Tannehill. I thought he was mid at best. And I'm being generous. Mid at best. Because right now, he don't even look mid. But <sighs> even still, Derek Henry don't look like he's old. He don't look like he don't have it no more. He still looks good to me. I don't I don't know what possible trades of a playmaker the Ravens to do right now. I mean there's rumors out there of the Broncos maybe letting go of some of their guys. I mean, maybe you could look at a Corden Sutherland, maybe you could look at a Jerry Judy. I don't know. I don't know if that fixes your problems. I feel like I feel like they need a running back to be honest, and I feel like they need a running back that can make, that's a playmaking running back. Saquon be huge, but to say that the Ravens could do it and pull it off, I just don't see it. But it, that would that would make your offense a lot better. That would solidify your running game a lot better. That would allow it to disguise more of Lamar not being a runner as much. You need a running back that can really make plays. They don't have that. They have Jags. Just guys. They really do. I mean, <sighs> Justice Hill has already fumbled this year. King and Drake's already fumbled this year. I thought they was going to give Keaton Mitchell some, some chances in the backfield. I mean, why not? Like, I don't I, I don't that's what I mean about John Harbaugh. Get get the freak out the way. Like, I don't know if it was your call, whoever called, but you gotta give these cats a chance. Like, you're so not that good at running back. Just give the rookie a chance. You don't even know what he's gonna do. Even if he fumbled, guess what? Justice Hill fumbled. King Drake fumbled. So what? You already got guys that already fumbled. He a rookie. Rookie make mistakes. Those guys are vets. Like, give the guy a chance. I just, I don't know. They got issues. I don't know who this offense is. I said it last week. I still don't know who this offense is. After Sunday, I still don't know. I'm still confused. I don't know who they are. They have not found themselves yet. And you got the Detroit Lions on Sunday. And they are playing great football. 
Jared Goff just threw for like 353 yards. On a Bucks defense, that's pretty daggone good. Like, this ain't gonna be no cakewalk. And it's not like, oh, it was in it was in Detroit. No, it was not in Detroit. It was in Tampa Bay. And they went in there and took care of business. And beat the dog crap out of them. And Jared Goff threw the ball well. Very well. He has a great rookie tight end in Sam LaFleur. You have St. Brown at wide receiver. Jamison Williams caught a nice bomb yesterday. He's going to be there. They got my guy from Alabama, Mr. Gibbs. Great running back. He's going to be back this week. David Montgomery is going to be out for a while. I found out he's on the injury report. They already said that he's going to be out for a while. This offense in Detroit is good. They have playmakers, guys that can make plays. Jared Goff don't have to do what Lamar does. He don't have to run around, run this way, run left, juke another guy, spin off another guy to get a first down. He don't have to do that. All he got to do is get it to his playmakers, and they're going to make plays. The Ravens don't have that. Let's just be honest. We have to figure those things out. To me, they need a trade. And I don't know if you trade for a running back. I don't know if you trade for a wide receiver. But you got to figure it out. One or the other. They need some more playmaking ability. They're not winning a bowl or making a playoff run with this team the way they are right now. Yeah, you might look at yourself and you say, oh, we 4-2. and two. But guess what? This is not a 4-2 and two football team if I'm really looking at it. This football team is skating by. Where's the explosion? All offseason we talk about this offense is going to be legit. This offense is going to put up so many points. Lamar Jackson going to throw for 40, 40, uh, 4,200 yards or 4,500 yards. He's going to have 30 touchdown passes, and they're just going to be rolling. Everybody's biggest fear was the defense. They don't have the pass rush. The pass rush is not going to be all that good. Marlowe's going to be down for a while. The secondary might going to be a little banged up, so we don't know what the secondary is going to look out. Man, it's been totally opposite. Defense has been playing way better than offense. Defense has actually been keeping offense in the games. Total flip opposite. Offense is still not figured out themselves yet. No JB was talking about we had we should be able to figure out by week five, week six. They ain't figured it out yet. They still ain't there yet. They still don't have an identity and they still don't know who they are. That's concerning. It's very concerning. Like, Todd, you don't have you don't have good red zone plays at all. And it shows. Your your red zone plays in a steals game. Bad. Your red zone plays against the Titans, bad. Two weeks in a row, your red zone plays have been dog crap. Beginning of the season, your red zone, you started off great. You know why? Because you were running your quarterback for half of your t- for most of your touchdowns. It wasn't like you was throwing the ball in the end zone. You were running your quarterback. Your quarterback designs. Which I I honestly I hate that. I shouldn't have to use my quarterback to run the football to score a touchdown. 
What I got running backs for? What's that job? Why am I running my quarterback like he's the running back to score touchdowns? I just don't like that. I am not a fan of that. And I get it. Some fans like to see it. Ooh, and all, you want to see Lamar run? I'm okay with Lamar running at times. That's fine. But I don't need to see Lamar running to save the running game. That means I have other issues on my team. See, fans, you you look at it in a, in a small way, whereas I look at it in a broader way. There is a problem in the backfield. I don't need you to look at it as this is, oh, Lamar making great plays and he looks amazing. No. Why does Lamar have to do all of this for the running game to work? How about we look at it like that? Stop looking at it as, oh, it's a great play. Look at it as, why does he have to do this for this to work? Obviously, we have other issues if he has to do all of that to make something work. The running game is poor at best. J.K. went down and the running game has been poor. Poor. There's no playmaking ability in the offense. Most defense now are cracking down to what Zay Flowers is trying to do. Those screens and those pop passes and all that stuff they were doing in the beginning of the season was catching teams off guard. Well, guess what? Now it's tape on the team so you can be able to see what they do and teams are actually starting to shut that shit down. So if they're shutting it down now, what y'all think they're going to do in the playoffs? Like, playoffs? Really? Yesterday was, to me, was an eye-opener to what the Ravens' issues are. And if John Harbaugh and Tom Munkin don't see it, I'm telling you right now, the Ravens either going to be one and done in the playoffs or they just going to miss the playoffs. I'm telling you all that today. And you can think I'm saying, saying some crazy stuff to you right now, but I'm telling you right now, if this team keeps operating the way they are, you're going to be upset by the time the end of the season get here. Because this team is either going to be outside looking in or first-round knockout. Because right now, any defense could do what the Titans did yesterday, doubling the mark and forcing and, and clamping on Zay as much as they did and realizing that Odell Beckham and Rashad Bateman ain't even a factor and shutting all of it down. The Titans have a corner, I think his name was uh, Fullerton, whatever it was. He's one of the worst cornerbacks in the league. He was giving up like a hundred something yards a game. No receiver yesterday went over 100 yards. Not one. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense, I read it all to y'all on a, what, was it, two podcasts ago, how they was giving up 100 yard games to just one receiver. That was, they were getting cooked. You had Devontae cooked them. Several receivers was killing the receivers. Not one Raven receiver had a hundred yards on the Steelers, and their secondary is one of the worst in the NFL. Look at the signs, people. 
Look at the problems. Yeah, it's cool. They still winning games going through all this and they can improve. But it's an eye opener. It's things that you got to pay attention to. I don't see how much more they can change because I don't know if they have, I don't know if Todd Muck has the ability to to fix things and get it right. I mean, I, I mean, this is your first year seeing him, so I don't know. I don't know who he is. I mean, he he's been at Georgia and he did what he did at Georgia, but remember, at Georgia he had playmakers. That's another thing. Like you gotta remember these things. And I understand everybody, oh he did this at Georgia, he did that. But he had the players to do this at Georgia too. I mean he had the the nation's best tight end at Georgia. And this kid's probably gonna come out and be one of the best tight ends in the NFL too. He's just that good. Yeah, Mark's good, but in the NFL defenses are different. And in college, and we got to remember that stuff too. We can't base his office or what he did in college compared to the pros. This is this is two different leagues. So we got to wake up on that. So for me, the Ravens have a lot of work that they have to do. And EDC, you have a lot of work that you need to do. Y'all need to figure out how you can get some more playmakers in there. And Tom Mickey, you need to figure out how you can use these guys to make them better playmakers. Put them in position to be better to be better players. Put them in their strong suits. I don't know what you do, but they gotta figure it out. And they, and when you look at the keys to teams that you play against, I mean, I'm not I'm not a freaking take breakdown of of, of teams, you know, looking at for week to week. But I can also understand and recognize when you watch games, you see teams' weaknesses and you see their strengths. So to know not to run up the gut because they're stronger there, be strong enough not to do that. So if you got to take Justice Hill and run on the edges, then do that. If you got to take Keaton Mitchell and run on the edges, then do that. But don't just bang your head against the wall and keep running guts up the middle and then you want to run your quarterback too? No, that's just dumb. It just don't make sense. So again, to me, this team is not a playoff team. And if you guys don't see it that way, then that's on you. But you're going to disappoint yourself and put yourself thinking that this team is who you think they are, and they're not. So Ravens fans, I need you to really take a long, hard look and what you're looking at on Sundays and recognize what you're seeing. I understand sometimes we put our purple shades on and we just, we bypass that, but we got to really take a real look at what's going on out there. Take a real look at your GM, seeing what he's giving you out there. Take a real look at your head coach, seeing how he's not fixing his mistakes. These are things you have to really look at. Yeah, we want the Ravens to win. We want them to take it all away. But the way this team is built right now, they don't have that capability. Name one thing that they're dominant at. They have not showed any dominance at all. 
when you play teams of caliber where you're supposed to dominate, the Ravens don't dominate. And I have yet to see it. So, with that being said, guys, I'm going to close out tonight. I hope you guys enjoy listening to me. I hope you guys have your own feedback and how you feel about what you're seeing with the Ravens. Some of you might agree with me. Some of you might disagree. But reality is, you really need to watch the tape and look at the team and understand what's going on out there. We got the Detroit Lions coming up. That is a good football team. They're 5-1 for a reason. There are no slouches. I'm going to watch some tape on them. I'm going to do a little bit of breakdown. I'm going to look and see what they look like. I'm going to come back on Saturday with my keys and what I think the Ravens should do against the Detroit Lions. And we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about that game and see if we can come out with another victory. But on the other side, the Ravens got work to do. So with that being said, guys, it's your boy King Pope here. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll catch you guys on Saturday. You can catch me on Spotify and Apple. And peace out, guys. Have a good night. Holla. Nobody can stop.